The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Have you noticed? In the Northern Hemisphere, the days are getting longer. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, January 12, 2023, Thursday of the first week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is St. Benedict Biscop. Born in 628, he served King Aswu of Northumbria as a warrior until 653, when he accompanied St. Wilfred on a pilgrimage to Rome. He traveled again to Rome with Alcfrith, the son of Aswu, and he was tonsured, and then took the monastic name Benedict. He made a third trip to Rome and returned in 669 with Theodore of Tarsus, who had recently been appointed Archbishop of Canterbury. Theodore appointed Benedict Abbot of Saints Peter and Paul Monastery in Canterbury, now St. Augustine's. On a fourth trip to Rome in 679, Biscop assured Pope Agatho of the orthodoxy of the English Church. Benedict's last trip to Rome in 685 resulted in many additions to the libraries at Wearmouth Jarrow, which Biscop had founded in 682. St. Benedict Biscop died in 690. St. Benedict Biscop, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. With Pope Francis, we pray that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today we continue in this first week of ordinary time. But Lord, we know it's not ordinary. Since you came into this world, we still have that feeling of Christmas in us that when you became incarnate in our world, things have never been ordinary. We see that these days of the Lord, the Ani Domini, they are days and years of mercy. Lord, you came to us, as it were, from a great distance, so that we might know your love close up, and to know your mercy, and to love you back. Today's liturgy offers us a selection from Mark. A leper came to him, kneeling down, begged him, and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he, Jesus, stretched out his hand, 
touched the leper and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. Then he said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be a proof to them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. Jesus, you were passing by, and the leper came to meet you. From living in the outskirts of the village, there because of ritual impurity, there because of deep illness of leprosy, he bravely enters into the village, hearing rumor of you, this wondrous rabbi. People would not like this. The rules are clear. You have to stay away. And we, family, friends, people moved by pity, people with means, and people with mercy, will leave you food and necessities for you within reach. You have to stay there. Why are you encroaching? Why are you entering the village? Why are you bringing danger? Should we or must we drive you out? Courage. God, you moved him with grace. Courage to overcome the social and physical threats. To meet you, Jesus. Jesus meets the leper. Respectfully, the beggar kneels down, begging, If you wish, you can make me clean. If you want to. Oh, Lord, and I know you want to. Does this leper know that deeply? You want to. You want to ease our pain, our horror, our loneliness. Yes, you want to ease our sin and distance. Yes, even more so, to close the distance of relation of love. It is a beautiful gospel passage. But what is this for you and I, dear listener, as we ask you, dear Jesus, what do you want here? You want me just to enjoy this scene or... May I, too, overcome the distance and follow the leper to you. Will I know that it's really sin and the loneliness that comes from it, the distance from you that happens then from my heart? Will I know to go to you, Jesus, like this leper did? For you are rich in mercy, moved with pity. As the gospel scene tells about you, you stretch out your hand moved with pity. This is a simple description, but how much is heartfully held here? Not just physically, not just human emotion. It is you, Lord God incarnate, you, Jesus, who are moved, you who have pity, and you stretch out your sacred hand from a far greater distance than all the universe. The incarnation is the path of this pity of yours, Jesus. And then, unbelievably, the touch. This is the big part of the close-up, that you would touch. When was the last time that someone, other than someone in the leper colony, has touched this leper? Someone who was clean. When was the last time? Someone who loved and not feared to be able to touch you with affection. When you who are ritually impure, you who need healing, we do not know. We do know 
Jesus, that mankind in general has waited untold ages. This leper has waited, and can I say I have felt this distance? Can I say I have waited and longed? I so often am this leper, and not you too, dear listener. We feel the weight, the guilt of our sin. How do we move forward? This author says, the first step is to take responsibility and name the mistake. He says, I remember a remarkable moment when I was in a poetry class at Yale University. Our teacher, Harold Bloom, who was at the time an august and esteemed older professor, was in the middle of talking about a heart crane poem when he paused and told us in a moment of extreme vulnerability that he couldn't remember a single moment in his life that he hadn't felt guilty, but he couldn't figure out why. So often this is the case. We crash around, breaking all our toys, acting thoughtlessly, speaking crudely, making a mess, and then cannot figure out why we feel so bad. It's impossible to forgive what we do not identify and name. It's impossible to ask for forgiveness correctly when we don't know what it is by word. Once responsibility is taken, it's important to feel the guilt and acknowledge that it is appropriate to feel bad. Allow the guilt to motivate you into making a confession and forming an intention to change, an intention to, with courage, go to Jesus, fall on your knees, and ask him, If you wish, Lord, you can make me clean. And then even then, a part perhaps many of us struggle the most is, once confessed, let us forget about the guilt, let it go. We have to forgive ourselves and not be ashamed. The sin, it isn't you or me anymore. If amends need to be made, justice and charity, they should be made joyfully. Yes, mistakes have been made, sins committed, but they're just that. Mistakes and sins, every day is a new opportunity. Allow yourself to live it, forgiven and free. We are no longer in our sin. Your touch, Lord Jesus, after your words, the leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. The leper is set free. In an airplane, when we travel, there's a, a long waited time till ding, you hear the announcement. The captain has turned off the fastened seatbelt sign. You are now free to move about the cabin. And there was an ad campaign by one of the airlines. Ding, you are now free to move about the country. <laughs> well, we are free after confession. We are free after confessing our sin, doing our penance, following the grace. As this leper is set free, one can surmise with the faith that he expressed that this occurred to him as well. Just like with that paralyzed man, before you cured him, Lord, you made sure he was free of the greater, his sin. There you are, Jesus. You always give better. You always give more. More than we ask. More than we think we even need. You give even more yourself. You cancel the distance. You restore the communion. We are, then again, face to face, heart to heart, close up. We cannot be... Does this scene end? Lord, you tell him not to speak about it. 
But really, the leper cannot keep silent. Really meeting you, Lord, close up brings joy, grace that must be shared with others. If I've really met you, Jesus, do I remain at a distance? Or do not I wish others to meet you close up? Like Peter and John, we must also say we cannot help but speak of what we have seen, what we have heard, what we have touched close up. Mary, you are a mother, and so often when we go to Jesus, it's at your prompting the grace that you win for us by your intercession. Help us, too, to make this encounter with your son Jesus close up and to help us when we bring others to do the same. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, January 12, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us. And let your face shed its light upon us, so will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word, the word of, of the Lord, Lord is, is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's, you have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. The word, the word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your, Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me, I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised. Forever. May, May the, the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. 
So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my my Savior, be praised forever. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see. The Wonders of Your Law A reading from the Book of Sirach Now will I recall God's works. What I have seen, I will describe. At God's word were His works brought into being. They do His will as He has ordained for them. As the rising sun is clear to all, so the glory of the Lord fills all His works. Yet even God's holy ones must fail in recounting the wonders of the Lord. Though God has given these, his hosts, the strength to stand firm before his glory. He plumbs the depths and penetrates the heart. Their innermost being he understands. The Most High possesses all knowledge and sees from of old the things that are to come. He makes known the past and the future and reveals the deepest secrets. No understanding does he lack. No single thing escapes him. Perennial is his almighty wisdom. He is from all eternity one and the same. With nothing added, nothing taken away, no need of a counselor for him. How beautiful are all his works, even to the spark and the fleeting vision. The universe lives and abides forever. To meet each need, each creature is preserved. All of them differ one from another, yet none of them has he made in vain, for in turn, as it comes, is good. Can one ever see enough of their splendor? The clear vault of the sky shines forth like heaven itself, a vision of glory. The orb of the sun resplendent at its rising. What a wonderful work of the Most High! At noon it sees the surface of the earth, and who can bear its fiery heat? Like a blazing furnace of solid metal, it sets the mountains aflame with its rays. By its fiery darts, the land is consumed. The eyes are dazzled by its light. Great indeed is the Lord who made it, at whose orders it urges on its steeds. The moon, too, that marks the changing times, governing the seasons, their lasting sign, by which we know the feast days and fixed dates this light-giver which wanes on its course. As its name says, each month it renews itself, how wondrous in this change! The beauty, the glory of the heavens are the stars that adorn with their sparkling the heights of God, at whose command they keep their place and never relax in their vigils. A weapon against the floodwaters stored on high, lighting up the firmament by its brilliance. Behold the rainbow! Then bless its Maker, for majestic indeed is its splendor, 
It spans the heavens with its glory. This bow bent by the mighty hand of God. You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and only through your will they were created and have been. You created everything that is, heaven and earth, and all that the heavens hold within their span. You are the Lord of all. For For you created all things, and only through your will they were created and have been. A reading from a discourse against the pagans by St. Athanasius, Bishop. By his own wisdom and word, who is our Lord and Savior Christ, the All-Holy Father, whose excellence far exceeds that of any creature, like a skillful steersman, guides to safety all creation, regulating and keeping it in being, as he judges right. It is right that creation should exist as he made it, and as we see it happening, because this is his will, which no one would deny. For if the movement of the universe were irrational, and the world rolled on in random fashion, one would be justified in disbelieving what we say. But if the world is founded on reason, wisdom, and science, but if the world is founded on reason, wisdom, and science, and is filled with orderly beauty, then it must owe its origin and order to none other than the Word of God. He is God, the living and creative God of the universe, the Word of the good God, who is God in his own right. The Word is different from all created things. He is the unique Word belonging only to the good Father. This is the Word that created this whole world and enlightens it by his loving wisdom. He who is the good Word of the good Father produced the order in all creation giving opposites together, and forming from them one harmonious sound. He is God, one and only begotten, who proceeds in goodness from the Father as from the fountain of goodness, and gives order, direction, and unity to creation. By his eternal word, the Father created all things and implanted a nature in his creatures. He did not want to see them tossed about at the mercy of their own natures, and so be reduced to nothingness. But in his goodness, he governs and sustains the whole of nature by his word, who is himself also God, so that under the guidance, providence, and ordering of that word, the whole of nature might remain stable and coherent in his light. Nature was to share in the Father's word, whose reality is true and be helped by him to exist, for without him it would cease to be. For unless the Word, who is the very image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, kept it in existence, it could not exist. For whatever exists, whether visible or invisible, remains in existence through him and in him. And he is also the head of the church, as we are taught by the ministers of truth, in their sacred writings. The almighty and most holy word of the Father pervades the whole of reality, everywhere unfolding his power and shining on all things visible and invisible. He sustains it all, 
and binds it together in himself. He leaves nothing devoid of his power, but gives life and keeps it in being throughout all of creation and in each individual creature. In the beginning, before he made the earth, before he hollowed out the deep, before he touched the waters and made them flow, before the mountains were settled into place, the Lord created me. When he established the heavens, I was there like a master craftsman working at his side. Before the mountains were settled into place, the Lord created me. Let us pray. Attend the pleas of your people with heavenly care, O Lord, we pray, that they may see what must be done and gain strength to do what they have seen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. 25 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God at Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, January 12, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. Don't tell anyone. That's what the Lord said to the leper in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible after he had healed him. But of course, we know what happened. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. A leper came to Jesus, beseeching him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. I will be clean. (sighs) And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once. See that you say nothing to anyone, but go. Show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for a proof to the people. But he went out and began to talk freely about it and to spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in the country. And people came to him from every quarter. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's been said, and it's true, that every Mass is a healing Mass because of the healing and graces available to us in the Eucharist. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. O Thou, a memorial of our Lord's own dying, O living bread to mortals life supplying, make Thou my soul henceforth on Thee to live, ever a taste of heavenly sweetness give. O loving pelican, O Jesu Lord, unclean I am, but cleanse me in Thy blood of which a single drop for sinners spilt can purge the entire world from all its guilt. 
Yezu, whom for the present veiled I see, what I so thirst for, O vouchsafe to me, that I may see thy countenance unfolding, and may be blessed thy glory in beholding. Amen. In the blessed Eucharist our Lord gives to each one who receives him the very same life of grace that he brought into the world through his incarnation. If we had more faith, the same miracles would be performed in us as we come into contact with his sacred humanity. In each communion he would cleanse the innermost part of our souls from human weaknesses and imperfections. Make me believe thee ever more and more. The Eucharistic hymn invites us to exclaim and to beg interiorly, If we approach him with faith, we will hear the same words that he spoke to the leper. I will. Be clean. At other times, we will see how he stands up confronting the waves as on Lake Tiberius in order to calm the storm. And in our souls, too, there will be a great calm. Our souls will be filled with peace. O loving pelican, O Jesu Lord, in Holy Communion our Lord does not offer us only spiritual nourishment, but gives himself to us as food. The ancients thought that when the chicks of a pelican died, the pelican opened his breast and with his blood fed his dead young, in this way bringing them back to life. Christ with his own blood gives us eternal life. When we receive Holy Communion with the right dispositions, it rouses in our soul fervent acts of love, transforms us, and identifies us with Christ. The Master comes to each one of his disciples with his love, which is at one and the same time effective, creative, and redemptive. He presents himself to us as the Savior of our lives, offering us his friendship. This sacrament is the food of all intimacy with Christ, for which there is no substitute. Through contact with Christ, the soul is purified, and we find in this meeting the energy we need to practice charity in the thousands of small incidents that occur each day. It enables us to give good example in the way we carry out our own duties, to live holy purity, to carry out with courage and a spirit of sacrifice the apostolate that he himself has entrusted to us. In the Blessed Eucharist, we find the cure for our daily faults so as to get rid of that lax attitude and lack of correspondence, which do not indeed kill the soul, but which weaken it and let it drift into lukewarmness. A fervent communion leads us effectively towards God even in the face of our own indisputable frailty and cowardice. It is there that we find each day the strength we need, the food that our souls cannot do without. Human existence has its realization, its pledge of eternal life in Christ. Christ is the bread of life. As ordinary bread stands and sensibly answers to earthly hunger, so Christ is the extraordinary bread, proportioned to the spiritual hunger of man, which, in the desperation of its need, is out of all proportion. It is capable, indeed anxious, to open itself out to infinite aspirations. Christ is the bread of life. Christ is necessary for all men, for all communities. We could not live without him. Jesus waits for us in the blessed Eucharist so as to restore our strength. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Basically, it is those sicknesses that have no cure apart from Christ that weigh heavily on us and exhaust us. Come to me, all. Jesus does not exclude anybody. 
I will not cast out him who comes to me. Jesus will remain with us as long as the time of the church militant shall last, as the source of all the graces of which we will possibly be in need. With St. Thomas Aquinas, we can say to Jesus as we go to receive him present in the Blessed Eucharist, I come to the sacrament as a sick man, to the physician who will save his life, as a man unclean in the fountain of mercy, as a blind man to the radiance of eternal light, as one poor and needy to the Lord of heaven and earth, praying that in thy boundless generosity thou wilt deign to cure my sickness, wash my defilement away, enlighten my blindness, enrich my poverty, and clothe my nakedness. May the bread of angels, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords be received by me with such humble reverence and devout contrition, such faith and purity, and such good resolutions as may assist in the salvation of my soul. Our Mother, the Blessed Virgin, always encourages us to talk to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Come closer to the Lord, closer, until he becomes your friend your guide in whom you can trust. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens 
May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul, awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples, among the nations, I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens, may your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now. And And will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp. With praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine, and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. 
by the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord, the Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, The heavens are my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house can you build for me? What is to be my resting place? My hand made all these things when all of them came to be, says the Lord. This is the one whom I approve, the lowly and afflicted man who trembles at my word. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. I will do what you desire, hear me, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. The Lord Jesus Christ has given us the light of another day. In return, we thank him as we cry out, Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You offered yourself in sacrifice for our sins. Accept our intentions and our work today. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You bring us joy by the light of another day. Let the morning star rise in our hearts. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Give us strength to be patient with those we meet today. And so imitate you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Make us aware of your mercy this morning, Lord. And let your strength be our delight. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, at morning, noon, and evening we pray, cast out from our hearts the darkness of sin and bring us to the light of your truth. Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get up off your knees, go out, and make the day holy. Morning air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.